reviews keep coming. Sean and I are we we're we're backlogged, man. We got shows we need to catch up on. But tonight there was one, and we got the homie right here tonight. The senior official is in the house, Aaron Greider, and he was telling us you got to check out this show. And man, was he right! We're going to talk about it tonight. We got him right here. We're going to talk about motivation, St. Louis Anarchy, the March show. What's up, Aaron? What is up, gentlemen? I am very happy to be here. It's been a little bit since I've been on the podcast. Um, might be a record for in between appearances. It's been <laughs> it's been a few weeks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it really has. Uh, it's crazy if you think about it. Actually, uh, I think it has been a little while. Um, you are still our most regular reoccurring uh, guest. <laughs> oh yeah. Okay. Like, that's good. That's good. I don't want to. I don't want to break that streak. So that that, nah, that yeah, you definitely. You definitely nah, still. You're in there, part. man. After you is Earl and Recon. I'm sure, but they're behind you for sure. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Because I think but, the last time, I think the last time I was on was right before I was going to have my 1,000th match. Yes. Yeah. It is actually that's that's correct. Yeah, because we had talked about it for a little bit, and then we had done the new wave review, wasn't it? I think it was. Yeah, yeah, anniversary. Yeah, yeah. So, dude, before we do the uh, show review, tell us about that some man. Who that was at NWF, correct? Yeah, and oh my god, that was an experience and a half. Um, (laughs) so I didn't think I was going to make it to the show. So I'm driving to the show to Ludlow for my 1,000th. I'm, I'm all hyped up. I'm ready to go. I've been blaring about it on social media. It's going to be my 1,000th, yada, yada, yada. And my car starts having issues. Mm. Literally about 45 minutes from my house, about an hour to Ludlow. And I end up having to pull into a gas station. Car won't do anything. It's overheating. Uh it's acting like it's not getting power, all kinds. So I call one of my good brothers, uh, Mike Green, super good dude. Uh, Mike, I promise sooner or later, Sean and I, we're going to come out. We're going to do some disc golf. I promise <laughs> that's going to happen. <laughs> um, we're going to make that trip. But so he ends up coming, picking me up, taking me to Ludlow. I leave my car because um, turns out the kitchen pulley broke which caused basically no power to get to my alternator. So everything was having to run off the battery and that caused the car to overheat as well mm. as the back, the car to lose power. So I went, so Mike green takes me to Ludlow. I ref my 1000th match. Another good brother, Adam Swayze takes me back home. And then another good brother, the next day, Harbo, picks me up, gets my car towed to the dealership and I end up getting it fixed. But yeah, I, I didn't think I was going to even make it to the damn venue. Wow. Uh, for the 1000. So that was a hell of an ordeal. The but, universe but it, was fighting your ass on that one. Dude, it was man. It was, but it, <laughs> but it was great. It was great uh, to finally get there. Everybody was super supportive, very <laughs> appreciative. Um, I had everybody on that show sign my referee shirt. Cool. And uh, I've actually still got it sitting on my couch. Cause I want to get it framed so I can hang it up. But, uh, That's awesome. yeah, it was, it, it was, it was good stuff, man. It really was. <laughs> That's awesome, man. That's so cool. Yeah. Now we got to get Sean to start tallying shit. <laughs> well, I want to know, know how many matches Sean's got. 
I know he's got like I know he started keeping track. Like he started doing the cards, like taking pictures of the cards. It's got to be a lot, yo. All those IWA shows. Oh, dude. Yeah. Oh man, it. it, I don't even want to imagine. But uh, I wish though, and I'm a little uh, envious that uh, you know uh, of keeping track and then getting to have that moment and everything. That's so cool, man. Especially at your own fed. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, cause, I know cause, it was awesome. It worked out that way. Well, because the thing about it is, like, you know, in a thousand matches, you've really like spread your wings and gotten out to, you know, a lot of the top places. Yeah, uh, across you know this part of the country for sure. Um, and so the way that it the cookie crumbled and you were able to you know do it at NWF is really cool. Yeah, I was I was very very happy for that. I mean, obviously, I love working everywhere that I do, um, and uh, but just like uh, Grindhouse has a special place in your heart, uh-huh. um, NWF is a very special place in my heart. And mm-hmm. I think a lot of people like their home fed is where they really have that special place. Like they, we all love getting to these bigger promotions and getting these opportunities. We all treasure them. We, we look forward to them, but there's something special about having big moments at where you got your start. Oh yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Man tonight though, we're talking about St. Louis anarchy. That's another one of your regular stops, Aaron, you know, you're always up in there and anarchy's doing big shit. I Mm -hmm. love anarchy to death. I rant and rave about anarchy all the time and i definitely reached out to you guys i was like hey can we do a review of anarchy mm-hmm. and to your guys' yeah. credit you guys you guys immediately were like yes yeah let's well do it. the because the card was amazing you oh, know what yeah. i mean like it was a stacked card yeah um but it was funny because we were talking about it a second ago and the last time that you were on was for the anniversary show which happened to be a show that i wasn't able to make right uh and and so um me and jeremy were talking about it and we were just like you know this will be i think the second or third um show that we reviewed since i've became on the show with jeremy regularly that i actually wasn't at you know what i mean so and that's right. awesome in itself because uh <laughs> i mean jeremy alluded to it earlier like we have so much stuff in the back catalog oh, um, and a lot of it is stuff that i was on you know what I mean? So, yeah. and I want to go back and watch it, you know what I'm saying? Just because, uh, for multiple reasons, obviously to review it, but then also, also to study it, you know what I'm saying? Uh, see if I messed up because I always <laughs> do. I'm not perfect. Um, right. so, <laughs> um, so yeah, but, uh, anytime that we're able to review a show or I'm able to watch a show that I wasn't on, um, or that I wasn't there for, uh, you know, cause I love watching wrestling live, but, uh, right. This show was so stacked that I was like, absolutely. Yeah, we will definitely do that. So uh, plus a lot of my favorite people had some pretty, you know, big marquee matchups, um, you oh, know, yeah. whether it be uh, Kenny. Kenny Alfonso is one of my favorite people from when I first started at Glory Pro. Um, he was tagging with another guy, Camaro, that had a big matchup against one of my best friends. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. So like yeah. just so, so many different cool stuff on this show that I really wanted to see anyway. So, yeah, definitely glad we checked it out. Yep. And I used to, you know, Sean was rocking with the show long before it became his show. So he he knows that I used to get down with Anarchy quite a bit, you know. Absolutely. Well, yeah, you did. Yeah. 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 You used to review him a lot. Yeah. 
Yeah. So, you know, those guys, I mean, they, they're special to me too. And Mm -hmm. some of these guys I've had, well, the, uh, the Kenway was a guest on the show before too. I long time back speaking of, and and now he's, you know, making some, making some moves and trickling back into wrestling, which we'll get into, of course, but yeah, yeah, good to see Kenway on the show. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. But you know, pretty decent job doing commentary too. Right. (laughs) Yeah, I thought the commentary was really good, actually. The only thing that bothered me, and I just get get this out of the way, because, I mean, I, I love St. Louis Anarchy, so this is not a burial of the company or anything like that. I just think this show is on their YouTube channel. It's for free. So that's that's cool. You know, that's awesome. And by all means, listeners, go check it out. It's, it's worth checking out especially after you hear us review it you can go check it out but you know the production on the front end was 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 rough you know it was just uh, all it comes down to is somebody had the wrong wrong button or wrong setting on on the switcher or on the camera and but you know it looked like shit it looked like you're watching a strobe you're watching something with a strobe light and it was hard to get through for a while you know uh there was that they eventually figured that out which is fine uh but also the titles i now i know most of these cats you guys are going to know most of these wrestlers you know we we know them but then again you guys are in the business and i'm an indie wrestling nut right to a casual fan you know give them give them titles you know give them like give them a little lower third under the you know the names and stuff so so they know who's who because a lot of the guys commentary never said who it was either so right. hey, I was trying to figure out, you know, what, what was that team name? I couldn't hear exactly the the PA, you know, or it'd be kind of girl-rolled, and I'd want, to, I'd want them to reiterate that so I knew, and they, they just didn't. So it kind of came off as a if-you-know-you-know you know kind of thing, and that's true. In St. Louis, Anarchy is, of course, you know, they're one of the very top on a hotter-than-hell wrestling scene. Right. We know that. But, you know, your average dude in Pennsylvania or whatever, you know, they they watch it. Uh, dude, meaning man or woman, doesn't, you know, gender not specific, I didn't mean to be. But whoever <laughs> picks it up, wrestling fan, you know, they, they might not know all these guys, you know, guys and girls. So that's just one thing. I'd like to see them pick up the production because that product deserves it. I mean, you know, you watch WrestleMax. That production is fucking great. You know, the WrestleMax shows look awesome. They're filmed beautifully. Everything looks great. Glory Pro is another one. Looks always looks looks good. You know, so uh, Anarchy's got a they just they should they should do that. And I know it's a cost, you know, it's an expense. It's got to be. You're running a business and you're trying to do all that fancy production. It, it's an expense, but it's worth saving for if they can just get an in-house you know or a camera crew that is always going to come in and do the thing and do it right you know i mean it they're worth it because that crowd the people that watch and follow anarchy and the the roster there really are second to none as far as indie wrestling goes so. absolutely oh i 100 percent agree yeah uh this like the anarchy product is incredible you know yeah. what i mean um yeah uh it, like obviously the 
the the live uh, experience is is definitely um, way better. It did make it a little hard to watch this show at the beginning at certain points. Um, like I was telling you, Jeremy um, and Aaron, both you guys off the air, I was kind of had to like, you know, mentally train myself kind of like whenever you were watching, um, you know, WWE or AEW and, you know, the, the, uh, picture in picture comes up <laughs> and you either watch the commercial or you watch the match. <laughs> right. And right. that box is a little bit too small for me to pay attention to. So right. normally I'll get unplugged for a second and I'll check my phone or whatever. And then I'll yeah. go back to whenever it picks up. I kind of had trained my mind in the same, the same manner to watch whenever it would, you know, jump to, cause it was really the Rome cam that was like skippy. Um, it did work itself out. It was yeah. really only the first half of the show. So yeah. anybody that ends up going back and watching, um, and not only that, but I feel like, uh, somebody had maybe realized the issues and had kept it mostly on the, the, the hard cam, which the hard cam was fine. Um, so, right. uh, but, but that little bitty thing, man, like, yeah, it, it could make something, uh, kind of hard to watch. And, uh, and I know, like Jeremy, you were saying, you felt like you were having early, <laughs> yeah. early signs of Alzheimer's. Right. <laughs> so, <laughs> right. Uh, but uh, at the same time, um, if you can get past that that uh, small little thing, it's way it's worth like, hanging in there for, oh, right? It's so yeah. worth because, especially the back half of this show was yeah. incredible. Oh, um, yeah. But um, there was, you know, some of the issues that was going on whenever. Uh, ACH and Kenny Alfonso was, you know, one of the things I mentioned to you guys that was happening during that match. And that match was probably one of my favorite matches that I've watched, you know, recently um, in a little mm -hmm. while. Like oh, that match, no was doubt. So, so good. Um, it felt like, you know, those guys were almost like mirroring each other, which we'll get into. But <laughs> yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, because that, that match was special. Yeah. We'll that match was that. really special. Right. Yeah. And, but like I said, if you could get past those little bitty issues, um and kind of train your brain to be like uh <laughs> all right come on because it, it doesn't stay on on road cam long it goes back to hard cam and right, stay on hard right. for a good little minute you know if you can get past that it's a a really really great show to watch hell yeah aaron before we start going into match by match man tell the listeners about how how you cracked into st louis anarchy you know how did the door crack open there and when was that and everything so I met um, Nick Chin, who is one of the referees at Anarchy. Mm -hmm. um, I met him at a seminar for Evolve Wrestling. So Evolve did a seminar in Chicago with Tommaso Ciampa. Mm. Um, and I, at that point, I had only been in the business <laughs> six months. Um, I don't even think I had made it to IWA yet. Mm-hmm. Um, but I went and did the seminar and met Nick Chin. And then probably a month, maybe two months later, Nick Chin had made a post in the Zebra Talk page on Facebook asking uh, if anyone was available for a booking uh, in St. Louis. And he gave a date. And I knew he worked for Anarchy. And I had one, I followed Anarchy even before I got in the business. Mm -hmm. So. I messaged him. The post hadn't even been up five minutes and I reached out to him immediately. And I was like, Hey, I'm available. I'd love to come help out. So he had remembered me from the seminar. He's like, sure. Come on down. I did. 
I did well. Um, him and I worked that show, had a blast. One of the first matches I refed on that show was with the besties. Um, and yeah, it was, it was, it was great. And so it, it was, it was awesome. It was in Spalding hall, um, which is where they're back at now. Yeah. Um, and it was, it was it's great Special to see that too. Yeah, it is. And we'll, we'll, I'll touch on that in a second. Um, yeah. and then, so I'd start, I did that show and they had their crew. It was Nick Chin and Adam Kennedy. And that, that was their crew for the longest time. Matt Jackson had made it very clear. They were only really going to use two refs on the main show. But if I wanted to come help out, I could, I could do the pre-show. They would let me do the pre-show. So I drove four hours from my house to St. Louis once a month for probably four or five months in a row just to do the pre-show. And then right before COVID, um, when they started doing the spirit of Spalding, which I don't know if you remember that it was like the, where they were doing like the block system, like the block a block B round round Robin style tournament. And like two, two days before one of the shows, Tommy Peterson reached out to me and was like, hey, one of our guys, our ref for Friday isn't available. Can you come? Sure, I'll be there. So I, the last show before COVID, I ended up Ironmanning that show for Anarchy, the last show before COVID. And then the first show back from COVID, two days before, Nick Chin had his appendix burst Mm. and they're like, Hey, again, two days before the show, I, they were like, Hey, can you come? And that's when I was supposed to ref for paradigm in Indianapolis for the UWFI show on their midnight UWFI show in Indianapolis. Mm -hmm. And I called Sean Uh, and I was like, Hey, Sean, Nick Chin burst his appendix. They really need me at anarchy. I remember that now. And you he did was the like, other night. You did the second night, though, the midnight show. Yeah, I did the second yeah. night. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. But right. but Sean was like, no problem, bro. We got it. Go yeah. handle your business at Anarchy. Yeah. And so I did. And then the next show after that, when it was me, Nick, and Adam, we were all finally back together as a crew. After the show, Matt Jackson came up to me and was like, hey, anytime we have a show, you're booked. That's awesome. So it went it went from they only wanted to use two refs to now I'm a regular fixture and all three of us are on the main card. Yeah. And we work really well together. Um it's a fun crew and it's I'm really happy that I was able to get my way into that fold. Hmm. Cuz it's special. Anarchy is special. And yeah. you got I mean you could tell even watching it that it is a very like I'll go ahead and say it. It's a very ECW hardcore type crowd. Yep. That really loves their guys. Yep. Like their guys. They mm. love anarchy. Mm. And that building is special. And we'll talk about it in a little bit. But when Gary J came out on this show. Oh, I was thinking about you because you bro, always you always talk about the pop there. And so I was Right when the music hit, I was like, oh, shit, here we go. And yeah, yeah the crowd gets into it, boy. To be, oh, yeah. it, it, it's just it's just special, man. To be in the ring for a Gary J entrance at Anarchy, 
Yeah. Uh, it's it's goosebumps. It really is. I bet. Yeah, you could see that crowd standing up, and there was the one guy that was like playing the air drums, like yep. <laughs> right, yeah. And yep. he's there every he's there every show. Uh-huh. A lot of them are. A lot, yeah, I, I see a lot of those same faces, man. One of my favorite matches of all time was Anarchy, Gary J. Thomas Shire. I don't know if you remember. I can't yes. right yes. away think of the name of the show, but. He busted Thomas open, and the fucking blood was just yeah. It was it was unbelievable. Uh, he he couldn't stop the blood. Like Gary was soaked in Thomas Shire's blood. Yeah, and I don't know how that happened. I don't think he bladed. I don't understand. Something happened there, and it just got out of control. You know, but but that well, was a hell of a match. Well, and that was also the same place that uh, that you know gave that scar on uh, uh, Warhorse's lip. Yeah, so, right. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's right. Uh. <laughs> Gary and Warhorse. Yeah, Anarchy is known for their physicality. And, oh yeah, uh, yeah, they hit there there. there. there, there is one match in particular on this show oh, that yep. we will get to. I know which one you're talking about. Yes, <laughs> this maybe. Maybe one of the most physical matches I have seen in Hell a long yeah, dude. Hell yeah. Time. Well, speaking yeah. of that, man, Beef and Craig Mitchell at St. Louis Anarchy was one of those. You know, yes. it was one of those type fights. That's yeah. one of my favorite matches, too. Yeah. yeah. It was yeah. a fight. Yeah, <laughs> a fight, exactly, man. But getting into the matches, though, guys. Tell me what you think. I've always been impressed with Christian Rose, you know, because I, I just I have a thing for those guys with the size and, you know, just from me growing up in the 80s. You know, I always yeah. say, you know, those kind of guys, they got that look, you know, I have a type and that's my type. If I was a promoter, I'd be looking at that, you know, like, whoa, you got you got the look. And Jeremy, we're not, we're, Damn. Jeremy, Jeremy, we're not going to have to start calling you Vince, are we? <laughs> I know, we're right? <laughs> Well, I think I got it from him. You know, I got trained that way because yeah, that yeah, was no, wrestling in the eighties, right? You're right. Oh, you're right. Yeah, no? for sure. Yeah. It, well, and his opponent, Moonshine, was oh, yeah. the same 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 vein. You know what I mean? Uh, yep. Yep. He's a beast of a man. Yeah. Uh, you know, my first experience with him, we mentioned a second ago, WrestleMax. That first WrestleMax show, it was Moonshine and KLD, and uh, man. Yeah. He really showed his strength in that match because KLD obviously is, you know, a giant of, of a man of himself. So, yes. Uh, but yeah, Moonshine, man, I love watching that guy. Every single match I've seen of his so far. And this is yeah, included. I, I didn't have a lot of experience with Moonshine until I saw him in Anarchy. Um, but I've been impressed with him every time I've seen him. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. Dude, Sean, it's so cool you mentioned his strength because. That's what jumped off the screen to me. It was Christian Rose was coming off the ropes. I can't remember what for, but he was he was coming off the top, and Moonshine Mantel just straight up caught him. You know, just caught him and totally still. You know, caught him, spun him around, spine buster. And I'm like, yeah. damn, because Christian Rose is a big, thick boy. You know? Right. Right. <laughs> but yeah, Mantel's a strong motherfucker, man. Two two badass dudes. This was a good match. And it was a bull rope. Aaron, do you have any sense of what led to that being a bull rope match? Yes. Right. Same. So, yeah. 
Yeah, so there, there, there. This was a blow off, basically. So yeah, I figured. Yeah, because Christian Rose was in uh, the family, which um, with Joe Vi, with Joe Vi and yeah. Moonshine and uh, Angelus Lane, Lane, Jake and Durden. Jake Durden. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so he was in that. He got basically got excommunicated from the family. Okay. Because they got tired of, in their opinion, he wasn't holding up his end of the deal. And it got very personal. Um, Joe Vi, you know, uh, called him an alcoholic and some other things. Wow. Um, it, it got very personal. So it all, and Moonshine basically has been brought in as, as the heavy, so to speak. Mm-hmm. You know, he, he's supposed to be the closer. And gotcha. Christian, Christian has really had issues with the family. Oh, for the past several months, he did a. There was a. Uh, we had a couple shows where he would have tag team partners to try to help him. Like him and Beef teamed up at one point. Mm-hmm. Um, and he just had not really gotten that revenge that he was seeking, and so this was his chance to finally get Moonshine specifically one on one, and get a chance to really kind of put the family behind him, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Got it. I figured you might know yeah. uh, this what led to that. Yeah, it's been sure. building for a while. It's been building since Anarchy returned, which was like July. Mm. Yeah, how, so how long has the family been a thing? Has it been like a like oh it, people- it's been a, wa- a long time. Okay. Gotcha. Um because they were a thing before COVID. Okay. Um and that because they were a thing pretty much the whole time that I was have been at anarchy like it's been a couple of years that they've you know, been where, a thing. Where, so where was it at when you started in anarchy to where uh, it's at? i started in 29 late 2019 mm-hmm. uh-huh. so it's been probably two two three years they've been a thing okay, okay. Um, and it's always I, been the same people yeah yeah for because i remember one of the first shows I had, I was on was Christian Rose. Uh, and he teamed with, it might've been Durden. Mm-hmm. Oh. Um, that, Cause him and Durden were a team for a while too. Yes. Oh. I remember that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it, the family has definitely been a thing. Like it wasn't one of those flash in the pan kind of things. Yeah. Right. Well, no, that's just, it, that's cool and fascinating to me because uh, having a faction like that, I mean, obviously, you know, Joe Vi was out there for, what, two matches on this show. So, you know, right. uh, I, I love to see, uh, you know, like at Paradigm, we got Ben. You know what I'm saying? Right, uh, right. right. Uh, and Ben actually has factions across a few different promotions now because he's even got, like, Grindhouse guys. He's got yeah. his Paradigm guys. At one point, he had his IWA guys. You know what I mean? So That's cool. Uh, so, yeah, I, I, I really love seeing stuff like that and and because you could tell so many stories with it uh and you know progressive storylines throughout uh and and obviously anarchy does that so and uh yeah because because good managers and good factions are are hard to find nowadays yep and there's a lot of storytelling you can do with that yeah so it's 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 really good to see yep and i like i like joe by a lot i really do i think me too i really He's a really good manager and he knows how to get heat. Yes. And agreed. he knows how to get heat. And this is a lost art that a lot of managers could take note of. He knows how to get heat without taking the focus off his guys. Yes. Yep. 
sure. and that's a lost art, I think, to be able to still get your heat, and mm. people want to see you get your comeuppance, yep. but the focus mm. is still on the talent in the ring. Exactly. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, that was a great way to open the show. Two, Agreed. Two big badass dudes, and you know, I got to give a shout out to my man Jason Klein and Team Klein holding it down in the front row. They're always <laughs> they're always there. You know, he's an anarchy all the way, and he yeah. he's like Don Holland is for Sean and I now because Don, especially when we have Michigan cats on, Don is all over it. But for a while there, I was having a lot of St. Louis guys on. And I yeah. you know the Kenway and and and, and beef and, and every single time Jason Klein would hit me up, you know, oh man, that's awesome. You're giving him a shot, that's awesome. And then he would, you know, tell me more about him and stuff. So yeah, and I, I was you're we reviewing a lot of shows in the in the area, not just anarchy, but you know, the different right. promotions and stuff like that. And the so zero one, although that Zero one USA, that's like Greater St. Louis, right? I think that's just across the border, but yeah, yeah, that's yeah, that, that's more. I want to say they run like Alton and stuff like that, which mm-hmm. is uh, across the bridge, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, yeah. but I, I, although Anarchy runs across the bridge, but they're like more or less eat St. Louis. You know what I'm saying? Like, I gotcha. They're yeah, literally. They're- bridge you can see the arch from the uh from the city that uh that they run out of so yeah we run it because we run in alton um, right alton Sp- right yeah spalding hall is in alton yes so yeah. yes it's uh again it's a special venue and it's not far from st louis uh-huh. yeah i i remember because i was so into anarchy uh pre-pandemic you know that i thought and it still is to me Spalding Hall is the destination. You know, I, I want to yeah. see a show in there. So well, I I have I messaged you because you had talked about your <laughs> you have. show and oh yeah, I'm you're gonna a, get me there at some point. You're I gonna... told you that May sixth, I yep. get we, we get you to Spalding Hall because then you can go to Terre Haute on May seventh. So no man, we, that's, we got it all figured out for you. That's Jeremy. tempting, man. That's tempting. I mean, especially since Anarchy <laughs> just announced this week that May 6th show is going to have Murdoch versus Gary J. So, yeah, that's that's, uh, yeah. that's silly, man. <laughs> yeah. That's ridiculous. Yeah. That's gonna, yeah. Well, Aaron, we need I need your help on this one because okay. the six man, I couldn't make out all the names. And that was where, you know, I really would have liked some a Chiron, you know, a little graphic for the yeah, guy. Yeah. Of course, you know, you guys know my standout is Nick King. That's my standout, you know, and and then it wasn't just because that was who I knew. Of course, I knew Anakin, too. You know, they were on opposite sides of it. But, you know, other than that, I didn't know all the names. I took notice of what was happening. And that cash dude, and I didn't even know his name, but he was throwing some bombs up in there. And they, they were they were hitting for the little bit of time they got. Yeah. But, yeah, and he so, was like the guys on that suplex or on them suplexes too. Right. So, I liked Cash from the jump just because he came out singing. So that was pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, he came out singing, but yeah, he was yeah, he, he was hitting though. He was hitting. Uh-huh. So yeah, Aaron, yeah. help us out. What what were the, the names of everybody? You know that?
Hello. Aaron? Yeah, I'm here. I'm here. Oh, you're there. Aaron. Okay. Did you know everybody's name in that match? I wasn't sure if you – I know uh, you I didn't rough that one, but – Yeah, I know uh, – let's see. I know Evangelistico. Right. Um, and Nick King. Nick King. Um, God, I can't remember the third guy's name on their team. It's the, the team name is the Brotherhood. Right, the Brotherhood, yes. And then it was uh, it was Anakin Murphy. Yeah, that Cash dude. Uh, Cash and was uh, Sean Orleans. There it is. Gotcha. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. So I got five of the six. <laughs> exactly. Uh, yeah, I'm terribly, I, I'm terribly sorry to whoever the third guy is of the Brotherhood. I cannot remember his name for the life of me. Uh, Anakin, Anakin did. I thought he represented himself pretty well too. I mean, that's funny because Anarchy. A lot of guys from New Wave Pro, which we also, there's such synergy. You know, a lot of guys from New Wave Pro are, at least they're getting run. It's mostly in the dark matches for now, but I would have to think they're going to get in there at some point. I mean, Anarchy's got a pretty deep roster, so I can see why it'd be hard to crack in, get a spot there. But, right. you know, Tupu and Connolly and our, our guy Lobo. Yeah. So. Yeah, Lobo yeah. Lobo did a pre-show match on this. Oh, on that one. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Nice. Awesome. Awesome. I love Lobo. Yeah, no. Yeah. I just got my Lobo are- t-shirt today, by the way, Sean. Uh, oh, awesome. Hell yeah. But <laughs> yeah. even or even guys like Victor, which we'll get into his match next. You yeah. Know what I mean? But uh but yeah, I really like this tag match. Uh like we were talking about Cash earlier. Yeah. Uh you know, and, and Anakin, man, he gets better and better every time I watch him. Yeah, he really does. So, he's got a yeah. high ceiling, bro. He's got a high ceiling. Yeah, absolutely. For sure. So yeah. it was, uh, okay, it's uh, Adrian Surge is the mm-hmm. other guy. Okay. Gotcha. Okay. I The only thing I didn't like, man, was, it, and when I say I didn't like, it not something that really bothered me. I was just kind of smiling about it. They called Anakin... The MySpace hero? What's that mean? How old how old were these kids when MySpace was a thing? <laughs> <laughs> they were little kids, right? Had to be. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Especially Anakin. Shoot. Yeah. Anakin's yeah. young anyway. So <laughs> MySpace, he was he probably had a diaper on. <laughs> well, you know, he's Oh well, you know, no, hey, whatever. But he, yeah, I, I'm proud of him. I'm, I'm happy for him. And uh, yeah, I liked the match. It was nice and tight, yeah, fast. I thought that, of course, you know, Nick King is a real standout for me. Period. And I liked the way he was selling. It was very old school. He played kind of the chicken shit, get me out of the ring on a couple, couple little spots, and you know, I thought. I thought it was good for for just a quick match. It was good. Yeah, it was it was what it needed to be. You yeah. know, it, it it didn't overstay its welcome. Right, exactly. It was good, fast paced, and it, it's a solid. You know, for for this place on the card, it was solid. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. It you know, there, there's because there's not every match it needs to be a 10, 15 minute classic. So, no, no, that's and, right. And this was this was perfect. Yep, yep, that's right. The the classics were coming on this oh, yeah. show, though they were coming. Yo, and this would have been it was supposed to be. I remembered. Yeah, 
after you said it, I remembered, oh, that's right. Because I remember when you told us, yo, I got Aaron Williams. You know, I got Aaron Williams and Jeremy Wyatt, right? I remember when you said that. Yeah. So then I realized, oh, that's what this match was supposed to be. But it was still really good. I mean, Jeremy Wyatt is a he is a straight up ring general. I mean, I just think he's he's so damn good. You know, uh-huh. he's a classic in there. And Cody Lane, I mean, I like that kid. I remember when I saw him uh, the first time, and you guys were helping me out where that was because that was where I had kind of a a, a senior moment where I was like, "Where? I've <laughs> seen that guy before. Where? Where did I see him? Where? Where? Where?" And yeah, it was probably WrestleMax or Glory Pro. But well, but also like I was thinking about it, Jeremy. Mm-hmm. It could have been because Cody has done some black label. Okay. Uh, there, and I am not a hundred percent sure, but I'm almost positive that he was at uh, one or two of the Resistance Pro shows that I've done. Ah, so it could have been there too. So, uh, yeah, Cody's definitely been around, especially in that Illinois area. Mm-hmm. Uh, he does quite a bit, and uh, and Cody's a f- a really fun guy to work with. Super entertaining. Uh, like really kind of off the cuff, you know what I mean? Right. Um, and and super athletic, you know what I mean? For for him to be like yep. kind of a, a hippie gypsy type dude, you know what I'm saying? Who just is yep. laid back and chill. Uh, he'll pop off like is it like a uh, a, a one footed springboard moonsault? You'll just be like, what the <laughs> hell? <laughs> right. <laughs> So I love watching Cody. He's awesome. Yeah, but he he and, does stuff. He does stuff, and you're like, okay, a guy that size shouldn't be doing that. Yeah, <laughs> yes, right. Exactly. Yep. And yeah, yeah Jer- I can't say I can't say enough night. It's not enough good things about Jeremy Wyatt. Yeah. Uh, right. Absolutely. Yeah. The, I was just about to say that Jeremy Wyatt is just so good, man. So solid. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, everything everything he does is so smooth, yep. and it just look he makes it look so damn easy. Yeah, well, because he's it, a he's a ringmaster. I mean, everything about the his pacing, uh, the, even the even the small things like Sean, you always talk about the in betweens of of a person, yeah. and I think Jeremy Wyatt's got some fantastic ones, and Cody, to his credit, I mean, for a young kid, he. He was doing great in that area too, you know. Yeah, I thought there was some really good. Like uh, when Wyatt got him with that dragon screw leg whip from, uh, from, you know, Cody was on the apron, and he got him, and it looked really devastating. It looked like he tore his knee right out. Absolutely, and yeah. Cody kind of just stood there with that grimace on his face, like, oh, and yeah, it really looked good. It looked realistic. It looked like, yeah. That's what somebody would look like. They just got their leg twisted out like that. <laughs> you know, it was awesome. Yeah, I, I was uh, I was actually talking to a friend of mine at that moment uh, whenever I was watching that match. And when he hit him with the dragon screw, uh, it was funny because I had told this person, I said, uh, I, I was like, man, I, I used to, you know, I love a good dragon screw because mm-hmm. back when we used to do the creative character and all that on, on uh, WWE games back yeah. in the day. Yeah. Uh, that was that was one of the moves that I always always used in my move set cool. was a dragon screw because it looks so devastating. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. Uh, and this person this person is a worker themselves, and they were like, "Yeah, I've always wanted to use a dragon screw, 
but I just don't trust myself enough to do it because like it, it's, it's such a tough move to do and work without actually right. body that it's like, you know, never, you have to like master it. And I feel like Jeremy, the way that he made it look, it looked like he was ripping the dude's knee off. You I know. know. I know. So, yeah. Yeah. I, I love a good dragon screw. So I it looked like it did that. exactly what you think it yeah. should, you know, twist yeah. the fucking ligament there or yep. something. Yeah. It, yeah. it looked nasty. And good on good on Cody for for hanging with Jeremy, because you know there's a lot of young guys that would go in there and Jeremy would just eat them up. Yep. Yeah. And that is not the case in this match. Agreed. So Agreed. Cody hung right there with him, and it was it was really solid, man. I really liked this match a lot. Well, and there's another spot that I noticed when Wyatt, and I shout out to commentary for calling this a stun gun. Shout out back to. Stunning Steve Austin, Texas days, you know, <laughs> hit him with the stun gun and Lane, you know, or hot shot, whatever you want to call it, hung him out to dry on the ropes. And I loved Lane's bump. I mean, he, he just, it was perfect. Yeah. So I, th- I thought, you know, I agree with you, Aaron, you nailed it. You know, I mean, he hung with him and uh, man, I, I would have to think that, a match with Jeremy Wyatt is it's a pleasure probably for young workers because it's an opportunity to really learn. I Absolutely. I mean, Jeremy Wyatt's a guy that all young guys should want to work with. Yeah. Like right. there, there's, there's guys that in this business that you work with and you can't help but lurk. Yeah. Like, like there's guys you, we all see work and we're like, you can't, even as refs, we learn by working with certain guys. Right, right. Like we're, we're working with Jake Christ and Aaron. Oh, yeah. Aaron, right. Exactly. Aaron and Gary J and guys like that. Like, you can't help but learn and get better. Be, even Papado Joe, because guys sure. like that, they, they've been around and they've done it. They've done everything you could think of. Yep. And they, not- they notice every detail. Yep. And you can't, you just can't help but get better by being around those guys Hell and yeah. learning. Hell yeah, absolutely, yeah, yeah. It was uh, I well, it you, it, you say Sorry. Aaron, that was uh, the original opponent for this. You know what I mean? So right. Imagine oh, how Aaron, much clinic that match would have been. You know what I'm saying? Aaron so. was Aaron was so bummed because I I messaged Aaron, uh, and because uh, I found out he was sick, mm. um was the reason why he wasn't here. And I messaged him. I was like, Hey bro, you, you all right. I heard you're sick. He's like, yeah. He's like, it can't, it couldn't come at possibly a worse time. Cause I know he was really looking forward to this. Um, this was also the same weekend as that TNA gut check, um, that they did at the Arnold classic in Columbus, Gotcha. which, which he was going to go do. So he missed out on that as well. Um, so it, it was just a bummer, man. Um, cause I love Aaron to death. As we we put him over all the time, as we should, <laughs> yep, and yep. he just he he deserves his flowers way more than he's gotten. Um, and it's just oh. one of those instances where just it was bad luck, man. It was just just hmm. bad luck. Hmm. Uh, that sucks. They got to run that back. They, yeah, they got to. Yeah, I, I, I feel like they will. I mean, yeah. I feel like they will definitely definitely run this run that back because yeah, that's a match everybody's going to want to see. Um. And it's crazy to me that it's never happened. Like, right. Yeah. Like that that's really crazy to me that that like I get that Aaron's been a lot of Ohio and 
you know, uh, Wyatt's a lot Missouri and in, in that area, but you would think that would have happened before, but uh, it is never, I asked Aaron cause I wasn't sure. Mm-hmm. And he had said they have, they have never worked before. Oh. Yep. That's a match. People should Definitely. be jumping on that one. Definitely. Yeah. Jeremy Wyatt, Aaron Williams. That's a, that's a classic just waiting to happen. Yep. So <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. Dude, the Victor analog and Billy Starks match. That was bananas. I now, of course, if you watch the match and you're looking for selling, you're not gonna get it in this one. This was kind <laughs> of that indie back and forth, you know. I mean, literally, it would be a fucking Enzagiri and then turn around the other person, Larry, and turn around the other person, Michinoku driver. You know, it was like that. But which I, I'm not shitting on that. I mean, sometimes that's, that's entertaining as hell, you know, and, and this one was, I mean, these guys were full gear and Victor was not, he, he came ready to go and, and Billy's always ready to go. And yeah, I loved it. I really did. But uh, yes, this was really good stuff, and I usually, I usually hate the no selling matches. I usually right. hate the the indie riffic stuff because Jeremy, you and I both were very old school. Yeah. Um. So I usually hate the matches where there's no selling. Yeah. But this this was fun as hell, and and this was really this is really the only match on the card that was like this. It was. Where, to, it was. To where they're not, there wasn't really selling. It was just move for move for move. Right. And they were, they were going toe to toe with each other. And yeah. like, like you said, Victor didn't hold back. <laughs> no. Right. So, well, and that was, that was the thing about it with me is that, yeah, sometimes the indie riffic matches, the no selling could be a little bit much, but they laid everything in. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like yeah. the forearms <laughs> were solid. The chops were solid. You know what I'm saying? The the Enzies and the kicks were all in there. Sean, like, Sean, what about that running penalty kick that Victor nailed Billy with? That oh, was fucking brutal, dude. Yeah, it looked like he caught her in the face. I was I just know. like, oh, no. So, <laughs> <laughs> luckily, <I know. laughs> man, like, yeah, that was, oh, man, that was that was some wild stuff. Good, yeah, good match. I really enjoyed this a lot. Yeah, it really was. And you're right. The stuff was not only laid in, but it was perfectly executed. I mean, Victor got that. I always call them the Taz plexus. I know they got different names for it now, but to me, it's uh-huh. a Taz plex head and arm Taz plex by analog. And he, he bridged with that, which I, I never really had seen anybody do. So he took her over bridge, you know, it was perfect, you know, but of course, Billy, Billy's out and, she got him eventually with that full Nelson German. Yeah. But I was wondering if Victor's shoulders really were down because it looked like because he was laying off to the side, you know. But, I mean, apparently if the ref counted, hopefully it means that, you know, the shoulders yeah. were down. Yeah, mm-hmm. I couldn't completely tell from where I was standing because I was towards the back mm-hmm. and to the side. Um, so I couldn't really tell if the shoulders were down. But, again, I'm going to assume – uh, that they were because I think Nick Chin was refing this. I'm pretty sure. Ah, okay. Um, and so he's he's a, I mean he's a solid ref. Yeah. So I, I I'm assuming the shoulders were down, but I I couldn't tell, but I'm assuming they were. Right. Yeah. It was it was definitely close because of the way that uh, 
that he came over and landed with the with the suplex. Uh, yeah. But uh, for the sake of you know watching it back, the camera angle looked like his shoulders could have been down. So, uh, mm-hmm. and that's ultimately what what matters. <laughs> right. Right. So as long as the camera didn't pick it up. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> Sean, start off. You start talking about Kenny Alfonso and ACH, man, because this yeah. was a beautiful match. But I want you to take it away. For sure, bro. Because I like, I really kind of got chills like by the end of this, just because of how, uh, especially like once ACH, dude, that crazy where he caught what he he did something where uh, uh, Kenny ended up in the air. He grabbed him by his legs and did like a twirl and ended up kind of <laughs> somewhat spine buster him or something towards the end. But like. Just this yeah. whole match was just like so magical. Yeah, uh, I feel like these guys. It, it was almost like somewhat of a uh, you could say like a passing of the guard, maybe, um, mm. or, or you know something like that. Because I feel like Kenny mirrors uh, ACH in so many ways, mm-hmm. uh, stylistically. Uh, Kenny might fly a little bit more than ACH does, but at the same time. Like ACH does fly quite a bit, you know, Um, (laughs) like uh, so. But the thing I love about ACH is he he's very good about putting a match together and, you know, and and picking the moments, you know, when they're going to be at their peak. You know what I'm saying? Uh, And I feel like they they put in so much work during this match. I love this so (laughs) much. (laughs) Me too, man. I want to go back and watch it again. This Aaron, very much, this very much was like for if you follow pro wrestling, you know, like you're familiar with Kenny Alfonso. Mm-hmm. But for the for the casual fan, this is very much a coming out party for Kenny Alfonso. Oh yeah, like, sure. like, if, like if you weren't familiar Star with Kenny making. Alfonso before this match, you're gonna start to notice him now because yeah. this match was perfect. Yeah, yeah. Well, and, and the thing about Kenny too is. Is that because I'm I'm not exactly for sure uh, since I've met Kenny when I first got with Glory back in like 18. uh, Like I said earlier, he was tagging with Camaro. They were the Alpha Omega team. uh, And man, you want to talk about guys who were definitely like young guys at that time. Maybe they had been in the business a year or two, uh, but were so over in that St. Louis area, man. Like they would come out. And uh, and the the both of them would scream alpha, and the crowd would just respond loud as f with with Omega, uh, and, and you know was just so into those guys. Uh, so, like you said, definitely if you follow wrestling in that Illinois area, independent wrestling, then right. you know who Alfonso is. Uh, but I feel like the last few shows, man, especially at Anarchy, he's kind of been coming out, uh, yeah. you know bubbling i guess and this yeah. was definitely like you said a coming out moment but not only that but like he's had big matches on like that black wrestlers matter show that was in the st louis area right. uh and i've seen he's had, had a few other big matches at a few other places i think journey pro is another one where he's been killing it yeah. uh so yeah man kenny i feel like recently uh has had like some kind of spark lit under him uh and has just been killing it to the point where it all culminated with this uh and this was like you said coming out moment yeah 
yeah, he very much has picked up a lot of steam, a lot of momentum, and this is definitely something that he can build on. And he, you can really feel that momentum building under him. That this could right. be a chance for him to really do something special. Yeah, yeah, that kid, that kid's a star because yep. you know when you can, you can go with ACH like that. You know, yes. and and it it was awesome because ACH. You could tell he he wanted to see what that kid's got because ACH was a hundred miles per hour like always, and you know, for him to just be able to go toe to toe like that, I was impressed, very Time impressed. Out. Time out, real quick. You, yeah. Speaking of that, mm-hmm. uh, one of the things I loved, small storytelling things, uh, was the fact that uh, Kenny was eluding the, the big chop because every, like, like they do <laughs> on commentary. I think Sean Orleans had mentioned it. Um, right. You know, that, that it, it was a locker room. I, this is one of the quotes he said, it was a locker room sellout. And, and if you know, you know, those, <laughs> those ACH chops are brutal. <laughs> uh, and so the story of Kenny eluding the chop and even getting, some really solid chops in on ACH, you know yeah. what I mean? That that made some good noise. But boy, when ACH finally got <laughs> yeah, that, he was tearing him up, man. Oh man, was it not loud? He was chopping the soul out of him. I mean, it was <laughs> it was ugly. It slowed him right down because Kenny soul. was on fire, and that yeah. slowed him right down. Oh yeah, yeah. Like like you said, he was chopping the soul out of him. He was uh, because man, like I thought Kenny's chops was loud. And I was like, okay, Kenny, good sound. Nice. Okay. And then ACH got him. And I was like, oh boy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah it, it was like, it was like that, that meme of, you know, oh, I'm going to do this. And then the, the guy in the meme's like, hold my beer. And ACH <laughs> is just like, what? And I can verify this. This was definitely a locker room sellout because I, we were yeah. all, I, I was over in the back towards yeah. the back, standing on, the, on a stairs area. And there was probably five, six, seven guys. Yep. Uh, right there with me. We were Sell all out at the curtain. Yeah, no Sell question about curtain, it. Baby. We all no, wanted to see this. No question about it. Yo, and as if I didn't already perk up with Kenny Alfonso, because this was like you guys said, if you're if you're a diehard, if you're an indie fan, you're tracking things, you know Kenny Alfonso. But even if you don't and you saw this match, that kid's a star. You know, yeah. he showed up. He showed out, he's a star, but then I find out that he's trained by Scott Summers and Jerry Lynn. I mean, and I'm I'm a big sucker for, for people with a pedigree, either second generation guys or third gen- guys or girls, I mean, second, third generation, or that training pedigree. It's kind of like in football, you know, when right. guys in the coaching trees and all that, you know, we get excited about that. I well, do no, too I th- with this, you know. I, I think they said that ACH was trained by Scott Summers, wasn't it? Boy, I, I don't thought, know. yeah, I thought they said that ACH was the one that was trained by Scott Summers and Jay Lynn. So, because because I had noticed that too, and I remember working with Scott, and I was just like, "Holy crap!" So, wow. and I know ACH is originally from Texas, so that's true. Yeah, so that's that why I think yeah, but because Kenny was was trained in that San Luis area, mm-hmm. so so yeah, yeah. And one th- one thing that I definitely noticed is Kenny 
kept up with ACH. ACH did not oh, yeah. slow down for Kenny. Right. Kenny worked his pace, worked the ACH pace, which not a lot of guys can do. Like ACH goes 100 miles an hour. Uh-huh. Like <laughs> yeah. we've talked about that. And so, and same thing we mentioned with Cody Lane keeping up with Jeremy Wyatt. Kenny Alfonso kept up with ACH. Yeah. Hmm. yeah. Did not look, it did not look out of place. He looked like yeah. he belonged. Yeah. 100% yeah. agree. Can't say it enough. That's, that's a must see. So yep. anybody that hasn't seen that or is listening to our voices now, get on YouTube. You, you need to, you need to see that match for sure. Uh-huh. But there's more, there's more on this show that I would consider must see, but of all of them, you know, that was that match right there that fits in on an, early or mid 2000s ring of honor tpis you know they it was that quality you know i thought mm-hmm. it's just a, a fabulous match all Very right good. so you talked about the family and here they were right angelus yep and uh, dirty jake durden yes the big guy i love him and then i i remember when i saw hoodie howlett the first time i liked him and I actually hit him up about coming on the podcast, and he had told me he was going to, but then I think he just lost his desire for wrestling, really, for a minute. But now he's back in there, and it, that, is that his shoot brother? Do you know? I, I I didn't even know he had a brother, but that's kind of cool, the Howlets. Uh, I'm, I'm not entirely sure. This is my first interaction, really, with them. Okay, yeah. Um, so I'm not – I mean, they looked like they could be – like brothers so yeah they did like like i i wouldn't surprise me if he is because they, they definitely have similar looks right yeah, yeah exactly. for sure yeah. and then the other team this another one i didn't catch because i couldn't i couldn't make it out on the pa i mean obviously i know the kenway but right. i as far as who who the team was i wasn't sure so this was uh this was the premiere the premiere. Yeah, yeah. Campbell Myers and uh who was with him this time? Because usually it's Camaro, but Camaro, but oh. Camaro wasn't Camaro wasn't with him this time. Okay. No, nah, it was it was the other dude with the with the tattoos. Uh oh, man. Uh hold on. I'm looking it up. Yeah, same. <laughs> uh SK Bishop. Ah Bishop. There we go. Yep, it was Bishop. Yep. I yeah. know those names. I've seen them before, for sure. But yeah, well, both of them have didn't... been doing some paradigm stuff recently. Okay, uh, cool. there, so uh, yeah, they've they've been getting out and doing some things. And Campbell, man, he's so impressive. Yes, I love watching him. Yeah, and they and they had some good. Uh, they had some good heat uh, in this oh, match yeah. for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. When when Jake Jordan. Hit somebody with a choke slam. I mean, we've been talking about, you know, Big Vin, and you know, there's a lot of really devastating choke slams, but when you get nailed by Jake, you're yeah. way the fuck up there. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you're up there in the sky. So yeah. you come down, it's a it's a good good bump, you know. But I don't think I don't think people can really appreciate how big of a human being Jake Durden is. <laughs> right. Dude, he is a very large human being. Yeah. Uh-huh. 
Yeah. And he's just got that look of just like a bad son of a bitch. Yes, he does. Yeah. Yeah, he's one one of those cats. If you see him in a bar, you don't fuck with that dude. No. (laughs) Right? Well, but Angelus, too. Yeah. Yeah. No, Angelus is tough as hell. Yeah. That's another one that, you know, it's one of those chicks that if you see him out, (laughs) you you probably wouldn't mess with him. You know? No, No. that's right. Yep. She's been in some. You know, knock down drag outs, get bloody. <laughs> she, yeah. She'll do it all. So, yeah, yeah Angela Slane's awesome. That's uh-huh. a good That's a good faction, the family. That's good. I like that. It is. Yeah, I liked them a lot. Yeah, yeah, I agree. That was good. And But, but next, one of my favorite wrestlers today is Thomas Shire. And I've liked him ever since I first saw him. And I think Thomas Shire... I think he does the best of of all the people I've seen because, of course, you know they even have promotions that try to get the old school look and all that. Yeah. But I think Shire just has it. Yeah. Trained by Dory Funk Jr. Here he comes out yeah. there, you know, and now he's rocking the cowboy hat. He's got uh-huh. his fingers taped up. You know, he looks. He just everything about him is, is old school. You know? Yeah, absolutely. He has he has the old school look. Yeah, and he and he looks he looks like a funk. He does, and his move set everything, and and how uh, I can't explain it exactly when uh, I can actually when he does the lifters, he looks just like Dory. He hits those lifters just like Dory, and yeah, uh, yeah I, I mark out for that every time. But yeah, man, this was a but, match though. Chip Day is fucking dope too. Yeah, well, I was gonna say, but it, you speak about uh, about Shire and his strikes and how it was crazy in this match that I felt like uh, Chip, although he definitely isn't the size of Thomas Shire, I felt like he matched him in size, like just based off you know the, the he, strikes he did. Chip was like, kicking his ass. He was hitting him just as hard. <laughs> he was him, if not harder. You know. So yeah, this was. This was definitely a good match. I, I really enjoy watching this. It felt like a fight. Big time. Sean, Chip is, that's one of Max. Max was telling us that's one of his boys, right? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's Max's best friends. Yeah. yeah. They're, they're close. Anytime that Max is down in Atlanta, uh, whether it be, you know, working for AWE or, or mm-hmm. any company that he works for down in that Georgia area, he always finds a way to end up staying with Chip. Uh, so, mm-hmm. Yeah. I've heard, you know, a lot of good stories about Chip uh, through Max. And uh, so, but I personally haven't really worked with Chip all mm-hmm. that much. Maybe yeah. been a lot with him like one time. Right. Because uh, uh, back when he was really, you know, going in this area, uh, he was doing a lot of stuff for PWF. And of course, I was at IWA. Okay, right. Uh, so I really didn't have very many interactions with Chip whatsoever. Uh, but yeah, I'm definitely a fan, especially after watching this match. So um, he's, man, he is so <laughs> solid, so good. That Tajiri buzzsaw kick, he blasted <laughs> Shire in the back of the fucking head with. Oh, and then yeah. Enzi, and I remember you you put in, because we, Sean, Aaron, and I, we have a chat on, on Messenger where we go back and forth, and Sean sent us a clip of that Enzi, the chip hit, that rolling rolling in Zagiri and I loved it. Shire just crumpled. Yeah. You know, it was, it was great. Yeah. It was solid just because 
it felt like it almost came out of nowhere. And the air that he got on it, it felt like he just kind of floated midair. It was like <laughs> yep. beautiful energy, man. And it came yeah, quick. Because it was funny because we sent voice messages back and forth in the chat. And Sean was had the show on. And as he's voice messages, he, Sean has this thought. And all of a sudden, you just hear Sean say, oh, what an NZ. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah. I was literally, like, talking about whatever we were talking about at the moment and, yep. uh, and getting distracted and, and popping for different things during different matches. So, And that was definitely one of the moments. So, And I, that was when I went back and, and rewinded it just to show you guys, like, yo, that was dope. <laughs> Big time. Yeah. Aaron, this is my shit right here. Uh, oh, I knew Chip is working the arm, and Shire, and he's working it, working the arm, working it. And Shire goes and tries to throw one of those lifters, and he he tried to throw it, couldn't even lift his fucking arm up. And I loved it. I was like, there we go. And commentary jumped on it, too. And I thought, that's a home run. You know, they were like, look. The commentary was like, look, he's got nothing. He's got nothing. And I, I thought it was perfect. Just, I thought the com- again, I thought the small com- thing. I thought the commentary on the show was really good. Yeah, me too. Um, Actually, I, yeah. Thought, me too. Uh, I thought Sophie King did a really good job. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I, lo- I love Sophie. She's great. Um, I see her at all the anarchy shows. Um, yeah, I thought I thought commentary was really, really good on this show. So did I. Agreed. Yeah, absolutely. 100%. Yeah, they deserve the props on that. They were great. And especially in the main, they were, they were very noticeable. You know, uh, they, they, you definitely could feel the emotion. And mm-hmm. it was that, that emo. Well, well, I'll talk about that. I have a lot to say about that final match because that was, that was amazing. Cool. But this one yeah. was dope. I mean, I agree. You got Shire looking, looking awesome. New gear. That's the first time I've seen him rocking the cowboy hat. He looked great. And then Chip Day, Chip Day looks so good. I mean, he's lost a lot of weight. And I probably, I don't know. Everything about him is different. You know, he's got facial hair now that I don't even remember him always having. He just looks like a different dude. You know, he's been in the tanning bed or something. He looks great. <laughs> right. Yeah. Shire's, Shire's been rocking the cowboy hat for a little while now. Cool. Um, so, cool. it, yeah, it, it, it's a good look for him. He, yeah. he it's very you know, that very old school, just classic look. Yep. And I'm glad he switched to it because it really it suits him. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah, it looks like a funk. That's right, man. And yep. he, I, I love that he honors that. You know that he got trained by Dory. You know, yes, because that really is a cool thing. I mean, not many people can say not not a lot of guys now were trained by the Funk Brothers. You know, or one of them. Right, um, you know, uh-huh. uh, that are so young. So that's that's pretty dope. Yeah, but, it's uh, special. It's special. Yeah, exactly. I, man, wasn't Jake Parnell and Davey Richards? That's like an indie super team, man. I felt like I was watching <laughs> the fucking Mega Powers explode or something. I mean, it was like it, it yeah. was it was that big of a deal. Just indie, you know, on the indies. But and as far as the St. Louis type area, does it get bigger than that? that? That tag team is pretty amazing, and they come out rocking the same coats. They they look great. Yeah, I yeah. love Dave having the uh, the the belt around his waist. The uh, yeah, the spike belt studded. <laughs> was, yeah, mm-hmm. he was like, "Look, I'm matching you." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Davey was really entertaining in this match. 
<laughs> yeah. He had a lot of he, he did a lot of different little things that that really kind of made me pop. Uh, and, uh, and yeah, I love watching Davy Richards anyway. Uh, but I feel like when Davy Richards is having fun, he's you know a lot more entertaining. You know what I mean? Sure. So uh, that's not to say he's not having fun all the time, because uh, right. I'm sure he's beating the crap out of somebody. He's having fun, <laughs> right? Uh, but you know when when he's out there, you know just kind of joking around and stuff, and you get to see the lighter side of Davy. Uh, it's, it's, it's a lot of fun to watch. So, uh, Parnell looks leaner and meaner or something. And he never was, he's always been in great shape. Someone bought him. I don't know if it was the long tights or what, but he looked fucking great, man. I mean, I, I, (laughs) I was, I, I thought they were, this match was great. uh It really was. Yeah. This, this match was, was really good. Um, Warhorse and Davy Richards were going by uh, Team Ambition. Yep. Um, and then, uh, formerly known as the Besties, right? Uh, now they're known as Grindhouse. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. A little bit more intense than uh, th- than when they were the Besties. You know. I, I mean? actually like that. That was the only thing about them that I never really i i was I didn't really like was how because they really were. They lived up to that moniker, you know. I know that it was they didn't mean the best tag team in the world, but in my opinion, I, I would have. I always felt like I had a hard time finding better than them. But the way they started with that truly madly deeply or whatever that open, I yeah. that that used to piss me off. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, I mean, so I I, I liked them better without that uh, big time. But Fitch yeah. and Vega are among the best i've ever seen tag team oh absolutely yeah they they are every most of the matches they're in they put on a clinic uh as far as tag team wrestling goes and you know they don't and the weird thing is they don't team together as much right um as they used to because they're both kind of doing their own thing Mm -hmm. and um so to see them together again is really really cool yeah um and yeah, it was it was a great match. Uh, Davy Vega's got a big match coming up at the next Anarchy show. It's him against Speedball Mike Bailey. Mm-hmm. Um, nice. So yeah, they they're really doing their own thing. Well, and and this new uh, you know little thing that they're doing the, the Grindhouse deal. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I believe that they have actually made a faction out of it. Is that is that not right? I believe so. Yes, because I've been seeing posts on Twitter from both of those guys and you've it, like i've seen videos with uh with vega and fitchett but then also anakin has been thrown yeah. in there and i think angelus lane too oh, right wow yeah i think it started to become kind of a thing um because because especially in the st louis area you have the the team ambition mm-hmm. had really kind of become a big thing yeah you know like that that had really kind of grown into its own faction yeah um so I, I think this is kind of in that same like ilk. And bro, right. Team Ambition. I remember one of you guys sent me the a flyer for that when, and I was like, "What the fuck?" I mean, if you get trained at Team Ambition, that's like wanting to be a basketball player and going to get trained by the Dream Team, the original one with Jordan yeah. and Patrick Ewing, and <laughs> you know, it's like, right. what? What are we doing here? We're with yeah. Hall of Famers. Legit, you've got yeah. 
Davey Richards is the head guy there, obviously in charge of the, the school. But then you got Warhorse is one of the head trainers. Uh, I think Camaro is in yeah. charge of strength and conditioning. Yeah, uh, you know you've got Tootie there, uh, like Mike Outlaw. So Mike Outlaw, yeah. trainer is one of the big guys. Yeah. Like so many resources uh, of of people who have done so many different things have been so many different places in this business. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, but not only that, their in ring work is so so good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I could not recommend Team Ambition enough if you live in that area. No, no, that's that's the place to go. But yeah. th this one here, I mean, I I didn't have to watch this to know that we were watching four amazing workers, you know. So it wasn't as if I was figuring that out just in the moment. This right. is more of one you sit back and just appreciate and enjoy. But yes, one little small thing that I loved, you know vega and and i mean this is why that tape study is so important i remember hearing the stories of raven in the locker room he would make guys sit down and watch you know old like mid-south matches or whatever i can see and this is why if you're a young guy watch watch some of these people because even the small things they're so good davy vega he's down they're working the leg. Davey Richards is trying hard to get him over for a Boston Crab. And Davey's just fighting like hell to make sure he can't get him in there. You know, and he's kicking so frantically. And you could just feel it. It felt real. It felt like he's kicking him. He, he wants out of this fucking hold because he knows the ramifications of him getting twisted over on this. You know, and I, I loved it. And even there was another time when Davey... Davey got up, hit him with a double stomp. Oh, I thought Warhorse had a rough double stomp. This one <laughs> right in the gut. Oh, man. And Vega's eyes <laughs> damn near bugged right out of his head. It was awesome to sell on it, you know. But, yeah, it was just – it was perfect, man. I, You know, like I said, you just sit back and you watch because it's like, to me, one of the best tag teams in independent wrestling that we've seen in a very long time. And then – this super team, you know, it was, it was really something. Yeah. One of my favorite things in this, there was a really cool moment uh, where uh, Fitchett goes to hit his uh, Pele kick, mm -hmm. which I will always say and attest that uh, Fitchett probably has the most beautiful Pele it's, kick. It's the best one. The best. It's definitely the best. But mm -hmm. um, he goes to hit it and Davey catches him. And the timing on this, like yes. you have to be, you know, like on point, but uh, he, the 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 timing. He caught him midair, and uh, and ended up getting him in an ankle lock. Yep. Um, and then I think Warhorse ended up coming in at the same time and got the other guy to, uh, or he got Vega into the the sharpshooter. Mm -hmm. uh, and that was a really cool moment. But dog, just the timing on that, like for yep. Davy to be able to, uh, Davy Richards to be able to catch fish at midair <laughs> like that and, and 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 have him in that hold it was just some really cool I, stuff man. The, i grabbed on that too sean i'm so glad you brought that i grabbed on to that one too because you're right the timing was that would be extremely difficult you know yeah. you, you've got to be looking at two fucking amazing workers because he the timing was perfect and yes. he missed it just perfectly you know and davy sidestepped and ankle lock and that he's in 
He's fucking intense when he puts on that ankle lock. I've seen him do it a couple times. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. He, he he sells the shit out of that. Yeah. Like he, he's like, I'm going to break. You better tap. I'm going to break your damn ankle. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Like he, re- he really has that, that Kurt Angle, like, crazed look on his face. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this was that's a lot of things Davey does, though, just in general. Oh, that yeah. Is- yeah. He just looks like a bad dude, man. I mean... <laughs> He's but that but that goes back to what I was saying at the beginning of this is whenever mm-hmm. you see Davy show that lightheartedness. Right, you know, right. It, it's like, oh <laughs> you know. Exactly. Yeah, because every everything he does and everything he throws is with intent to commit bodily harm. Yep. Absolutely. One hundred percent. Yes. <laughs> and I love that too. I love the guys that have that. And speaking of that, man. Oh, and I know this was the one you were talking about when, yeah. when, when you were talking Cam- Camaro Jackson coming out rocking that team ambition coat, man. I love that. I love those coats. They're dope. And former guest of the show, this motherfucker's a bad dude. Big Beef was out there. Gnarls, Jake Garvin, yep. whatever you want to call him. He's an ass kicker. But this was big boy shit, right? Yeah. Oh, this was <laughs> this was big boy shit to the ten thousandth degree, and I and I just I remember like like I mentioned a moment ago talking about the whole where we're like sending each other voice messages and Sean was watching the show and when he was I could tell when he was watching this match <laughs> and then and during the video message like oh what a headbutt oh and that God. headbutt that headbutt <laughs> oh my from, God. From Big Beef to come. If you if you watch one moment from this match, watch yeah. that headbutt. You gotta see the headbutt. Dude. Gotta see the fucking headbutt. Oh man, yeah, that was brutal. Yeah, I could tell that it was gonna do some damage, and you oh. immediately saw uh, Camaro checking himself. Yep. And then pretty much throughout the match, he kept checking to see how bad his nose was bleeding, mm. which you couldn't really tell like throughout the match. But then by the end of it, whenever he was standing up in the corner and he was you know getting the love from the crowd. That's when you were like, "Oh yeah, yeah, he was in a fight." <laughs> Hell yeah! yeah. And, uh, now he 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 got his receipt though. He did. He he, he nailed beef with a shot <laughs> to the back of the head. Yep. Yeah. 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 Facts. Yep. I know yeah, that- it, it was a rough. It, it was a rough man. But see, beef beef likes it like that. I think you know he's just like, let's go. Oh, he you does. Know, yeah. I, yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll throw at you. You hit me right back. And that's what gets beef going. But. Well, you remember uh, to to throw it back. You remember uh, uh, beef and Levi, you know? Yeah. Uh, they they threw at that match. Yep. <laughs> so uh, and, and I remember going to the back and, and, and whenever they both got in the back and they loved it. Yeah. Uh, they were yeah. like, yeah, like, you know, and and. Kind of popping each other just because they just went out there and beat the shit out of each other. So yeah, beef definitely <laughs> like kind of match, and uh, and Camaro is a a beefy dude, man. So uh, yeah, this was a lot of fun to watch. Yes, yeah, th- this was this was a grown man match right here. <laughs> Hell yeah, yeah, uh-huh. the headbutt. I saw it and I was like, that shit looked real. That's uh-huh. devastating. And then I saw the blood. And I'm like. Oh, that's because it was real. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's, yeah. Why, that's why it looks so good. Yeah, because it was real. <laughs> yeah. Because he yeah. damn near took his nose off his face. Jeez. Oh, oh, Jesus. Jeez. 
<laughs> Love it. Yeah. But that's, I don't know, man. Things like that, even though I, I know that, you know, Camaro probably wasn't real tickled with that one at the time, but things like that go a long way for wrestling and the realism because, I mean, that's what's going to happen. You, you're in a fight with somebody, somebody like Beef is probably going to come up and headbutt you right in the fucking nose. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Yeah. You're, you're going to take that headbutt. Let's see if you can let's see if you can fight me now. Your eyes are watering, you're <laughs> you know, crossing, whatever your eyes are crossing. Mm. So, yeah, I loved it. <laughs> loved it. All right. We got it. Here we are. Yeah. Anthony Henry is either this what i was thinking and i've thought this before i thought anthony henry is either he's either really good as a wrestler or he's one hell of a dangerous bad dude and actually after i thought about that for a moment i thought that's a silly statement because i think both are true (laughs) yeah you know Uh, what i mean yeah 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 absolutely no 100 percent. yeah yeah uh some of my uh some of the most brutal fights and hardest hitting matchups that i've ever seen live uh feature anthony henry you know mancer right him and mance was one of them uh which i think i refed one of them but i saw at least two of them live um they've had three (laughs) total i think so Mm, okay um but uh yeah manson manson and, and anthony henry is one of them uh let's see there was another oh anthony henry and calvin tankman is another one that i could think of hmm. where calvin actually ended up getting his uh tooth chip in that match hmm. uh so yeah like anthony henry is definitely a, a very bad dude but uh <laughs> he's he's a really good professional wrestler too i mean obviously he was just signed not too long ago you know what i mean so yeah uh and and definitely, you could tell that that worked wonders and and, and improved his game so much more than what he already was. Because before he went into the Fed, he was really good, uh, and and now I feel like he's got it. He's got everything. You know what I mean? Right now. Yep. Yeah. His uh, his psychology is what has yeah. really like stepped up. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um. Because because it's one it's one thing to be a really good professional wrestler. Because there's a lot of guys on the indies that can work. Oh, yeah. 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 Well, I mean, there's tons of guys that can work. Sure, of course. But it's, but it's yeah. knowing how to pace things yeah. and knowing where to put things in matches. And I think these are two of the best at doing that are, are Anthony Henry and Gary J. Because they, they know what to do and they know when to do it. That's right. Right. Yep. And this is one, I mean, the old gorilla monsoon, you know, irresistible force meeting the immovable object. <laughs> You didn't know. I mean, here we got Gary. That he is St. Louis area wrestling. You know, he's yeah. an institution there. But I feel like when Anthony Henry comes on the scene, because he's a you know he's a good looking kid. I mean, he's fucking the shape he's in is amazing. He looks like a machine. Facts. So yeah. when when you see him come out, I I feel like and he. He's got that cocky swagger about him. You know, you want to hate that motherfucker, but probably deep down you're internally a little scared. You know, are thinking, all right, this guy's a fucking animal. Yeah. You know, he knows how to come in there and beat your ass. 
So it was like you never know what was going to happen because I we all know Gary as far as a striker, Gary's at the top of the list. But if there's yeah. anybody that can go match for match and maybe even outdo him, it's Anthony Henry. Right, right, and, and that was the thing. Uh, whenever you see this match on paper, mm-hmm. uh, you, you knew that <laughs> it was going to be heavy strikes. You yeah, know what I mean? uh, yeah, because. Uh, Gary is one of those guys who uh, he brings it no matter who you are. Uh, and <laughs> right. I feel like sometimes he, he does that too to test guys. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 To see how hard they're going to hit him back. Yeah. Uh, and I feel like Anthony Henry is not the one to test. Like no. That. No. Uh, no. Because he's, so, probably, he's probably going to test you the same way. Right. Yep. But Gary gives no Fs. You know what I mean? Like no. at all. That's right. That's right. You you can see that from the what from the first what three minutes four minutes of the match and he took a brain buster on the floor. I know that literally <laughs> he, he he looked like an airplane that was spinning out of control and was about to you know mayday down to the 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 ground. <laughs> like and- he he literally was like completely straight up and down whenever he came down with that brain buster. And Henry just straight up caught him on the tope there. You yeah. know, and, and next brain buster. I'm like, holy shit. Crazy. Yeah, that was, it was wild, man. Uh, yeah. The, uh, <laughs> there was some really cool stuff that was kind of on accident, uh, hmm. which I actually ended up texting Gary after the fact because I was like, yo, what happened to your back? And he said he had done it before the match. Ah. Uh, so, because uh, if you look, which I thought I noticed it, um, before he had got in the ring, it wasn't bleeding. Right. And then getting reopened, I think, whenever he was over on the wall. Against that wall, he, yeah. He, he left that that blood trail that was on the wall. <laughs> yep. Um, but there was a really crazy moment where um, Anthony Henry had him. And, like, you know how when a guy is standing up and has somebody's uh, head in their feet, mm-hmm. uh, he twist with his feet. But then he came down with it, and he still had him in like a, a feet scissors type looking deal. Uh, and and the way he had Gary pulled back, uh, I don't know if it was just the way the shoulder was stretched or something, but that that wound actually squirted a little bit of blood and started oh. dripping down his back. Oh. And it was like, oh man, that was some really crazy visual stuff. Oh, <laughs> loved it. The, the the whole match. I mean, the commentary kept saying. Gary's going to be pissing blood. And I was like, yes, yes, he is. Because those kicks, holy shit. Oh, man. And some of them were late. Gary was. (laughs) Yeah, right. And and some of them, Gary was. It was making him kind of jump backwards because of the force of those kicks. He brings it. Yeah, Yeah. he brings. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, and you you guys mentioned earlier, you. You better hit Gary, because <laughs> right. Gary, Gary's gonna hit you. Yep. Uh-huh. So you you better get your licks in, because he's gonna get his. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. But at the same time, I feel like uh, it was it was a very interesting story that they told. Yeah. Uh, in the match because I feel like Gary really didn't get a whole lot in. You know what I mean? No, they did a good job of. The one thing Gary's really good at, especially in front of the anarchy crowd, mm-hmm. is playing from behind, playing yeah. as the underdog, getting his that because he even did that with the match with him and Billy Starks. Uh, 
Huh. Where where she where she kicked the shit out of him for a good portion of that match, huh. and so that's one of those things where he loves that story. Yeah, yeah, and he plays a good babyface. He sells really well. So, well, yeah, and we've talked about before the Gary J. Pop and Anarchy is out of this world. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Comes yeah. through on the TV, even. Yeah, yeah, it uh-huh. really does. Or the the computer, as it were. the youtube app it comes through even on that but yeah and then you know not that i thought there would be with anthony henry but no love fest after because you get that a lot of times with these indie matches that are so good you know and i just thought good no respect we we don't need the respect we don't need to see it uh-huh. Yeah, <laughs> we know Anthony Henry's a bad motherfucker. We know Gary Jay's a bad motherfucker. I don't need you two to tell me. Uh-huh. <laughs> that- well, and I, and I can tell, tell you for a fact that Gary hates that. Yeah, yeah. Gary, Gary hates that stuff. Mm-hmm. And um, so I could tell you for a fact that <clears throat> I'm not shocked that there wasn't because Gary is not a fan of that at all. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like you said, yeah. you just beat the fuck out of each other. Why are we going to be friends? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, and especially that kind of match. I mean, Henry's yeah. trying to rip the fucking the the gouge open on his back. He's trying to he's he's ripping it open, and he, he's yeah. just showing no mercy at all. Uh huh. You know, so. I mean, he dropped him on his head in the first few minutes of the match. Exactly, yeah. exactly. So in yeah. Spalding Hall, that's what I'm saying. You know, Anthony Henry was is the right kind of big time opponent for Gary in Spalding Hall because. Mm-hmm. Here comes Anthony Henry. He don't give a fuck about this being your your place, you know. He's he's gonna bring it. I am Anthony Henry. Let's see what you got. Yeah. So and and he doesn't care at all about your legacy, you know. Exactly. You're, you're a hard hitter. No, <laughs> exactly. I can hit hard. You yep. know, it's kind of his attitude. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, Gary yeah, J hits hard. Whatever. Okay, <laughs> it's kind of his attitude, you know. Yep. Well, and that and that's why you know because because of the reaction that Gary gets in spalding it's it's cool to see people from other places come into gary's turf and kind of see the reactions and how they want to basically beat the fuck out of gary in front of his home crowd yeah um which is why i'm going to be real curious when it's murdoch and gary Mm -hmm. uh in may at the next anarchy show that's going to be a real curious because murdoch's going to have the same attitude that anthony henry had sure you know Uh you, you think you can hit hard you think you're a tough son of a bitch well Oh, uh, let's yeah. see how tough you really are. Because Murdoch, yeah. even in the promo that Murdoch even cut that aired on Twitter this week, he's like, I'm coming to make you bleed. I'm coming to beat <laughs> you in your house. Like, he's coming to beat the crap out of Gary J in front of his fans. And and heal Murdoch, man. You know, yeah. him him being from that Tennessee area. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, he's he's very much like Jake in the sense that uh, Jake Christ, if, yeah. if the crowd shows any kind of disdain even if it's one person murdoch is going to show some attention to that person for a second and get up in his face flick him off you know what i mean try and do whatever he can to get the crowd riled up just mm-hmm. because he loves it you know and he feeds off of it so hmm. uh if if he goes in there and uh and, and gets that gary j pop and then and, and anybody tries to boo murdoch uh it, it's going to be a lot of fun to, to watch <laughs> Not just the interactions yeah. in the ring, but the interactions with Murdoch and the crowd. Yeah, like I know, um, I know that Anarchy crowd will—they will respect Murdoch. 
but they're not going to show Murdoch a lot of love. Uh-huh. Like they're like they're going to be like, okay, we know you're a bad son of a bitch. We get right. that, right? But but you're not Gary fucking J. Yeah, yeah. You're against yeah. our bad son of a bitch. Aaron, yeah, exactly. what, yeah. yeah. Aaron, what would you say percentage of that? Uh, the the St. Louis Anarchy crowd watches like ICW or GCW because I know I saw I think it was like Andy Lawler might have been in the crowd and he was wearing an ICW shirt right uh, so mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. I didn't know how many how many smart fans like as far as like deathmatch guys are, are really gonna know Murdoch uh, I think it's gonna be a pretty fair percentage because the Anarchy crowd is very much an indie wrestling crowd. Okay. So, so I they're uh, they're definitely going to know Murdoch. I I would say it's definitely 60-70% is going to are going to be familiar. Like you you're going to have some that are diehard anarchy fans that uh-huh. that maybe aren't super familiar with him, but it there's going to be enough to know Murdoch and he's good He's going to have no problem getting heat. I can tell you that for a fact. Hmm. Well, um, and even and even then whenever you put it in put it in the sense that i just put it it's it's a weird kind of uh i guess juxtaposed with murdoch right now as far as whenever he's in front of crowds because gcw fans hate him and icw fans think that he's the greatest you know what i mean so if you have a a mixed crowd of people who watch both it could be an interesting reaction you know i saw that in chicago that was literally how the show was in chicago that we just reviewed with struggles you had mm-hmm. you had some fans that are, are regular GCW fans who were there because of you know some some of the dope matchups that ICW had to offer in Chicago, um, but they they go to GCW a lot more than they do anything else. So they booed Murdoch when he came out, you know. Uh, but then you also had a good percentage of the crowd who um, were Murdoch fans, ICW followers, all that, and so they were really a lot more vocal. Than the GCW, I guess, more fans that you know what I mean. So it, it was kind of a weird. Whereas in Tennessee, uh, it was completely different because, um, like, well, I guess not really this time, but the last time, whenever he was champion, they were they were hating Murdoch because uh, Merck was their guy. You know what I mean? Um, and I feel like it's going to be kind of that more on that wave. Uh, whenever oh, it comes I, to St. Louis and Gary J. Yeah, it, it'll very much be a, a partisan Gary J because yeah. it really doesn't matter who Gary J faces. He's going to be the fan favorite. Because uh-huh. um, even, even when he wrestled Billy, like people cheered for Billy and they very much like wanted to see if she could pull off the upset. Um, but it was still a, it's still a Gary J crowd. Right. And, right. and like he, he really, it's, it's very much, like um like RVD was to ECW fans cuz cuz RVD really much very much was the ECW guy like he was he was there he was their star mm-hmm. so um that that's how Gary J is he's very much the guy at anarchy mm. when is that when is that show Aaron did you say in there somewhere the yeah, Murdoch uh, one yeah, so Murdoch's uh, show is May 6th, um, and right now Anarchy has only got two matches announced. They've got Speedball Mike Bailey versus Davey Vega, and they've got Murdoch versus Gary J. Um, and now Gary J's title defenses, because one of the cool things that Anarchy does is when you're the champion, 
you get to basically dictate what kind of match it is. So Gary J always likes to do anarchy rules, um, which is basically no DQ, no count out, anything goes, which as we all know, plays right into the hands of Murdoch. Yep. So it's going to be very, very curious how that works out. And yet to be announced, even though he's been advertised, we don't know who he's working yet. Uh, Brian Keith will also be Ooh. on that May show. Oh, man. Love him. Yeah. So it's once again, we, you know, we've talked about how this show was great match after great match after great match. And here we are already talking about May and they've only announced two matches and you're like, holy shit. Anarchy's doing it again. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, once again, listeners, the show that we just talked about is called Motivation, March 4th of this year. It's on the YouTube channel, so go on there and just go to the St. Louis Anarchy YouTube channel, and boom, uh-huh. you can see the show for free. It's up there. And it's a badass show, and we talked about it in depth. So hopefully that makes you guys want to check it out. So, Aaron, what do you got coming up, big guy? What what, what kind of shows do you have coming up? Uh, I've got a I've got a busy, uh, hectic uh, couple of weeks. I'm gonna be uh, we're uh, we're taping this on Thursday uh, tomorrow night. I'll be in Jeffersonville with Sean. Uh, we've got Paradigm uh, Pro Wrestling for U- UWFI Doubleheader. Uh-huh. Um, and then Saturday I will be with Sean again. Uh, we have uh AWR up in Indianapolis at my old stomping grounds, the Emerson Theater, which <laughs> literally is right down the road from where I grew up as a kid. Oh wow. Um, and where I went to elementary school. So it's uh very much uh, a homecoming for me. And then I actually will be leaving Indianapolis and going to Cincinnati, Ohio. And traveling to Canada, um, as I have a show Sunday afternoon in uh, Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Wow! Um, yes. Making making my Canada debut, which I'm very very excited about. Um, Dude, and, that's uh, huge, man! What's a promotion? Yeah. Uh, it's um, you would ask me that. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's uh, it's run by it's run by uh, Selena Kyle and. Um, I believe it is Courage Championship Wrestling. I believe is the name of the promotion. Uh, Big Mama is there with me, um, as well as several of the NWF. Uh, Very cool fe- female members. So yeah, it's it's really cool. Really excited uh, to get to Canada. Um, I've always wanted to, to visit Canada in general, but now to be able to get there and, and work a show there. Uh, is really really cool, and then next weekend I'll have uh, Paradigm, uh, not Paradigm, uh, New Wave Pro in Paris, Illinois. Mm-hmm. Huge show in Paris, Illinois. Yeah, yeah and then uh, we'll have I'll see Sean again on that Sunday for Grindhouse, and then after that I'll be heading to Dallas uh, for WrestleMania week. Wow! So busy, 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 busy. Yeah, and you've already got a couple booking. You got one booking down in Dallas already, right? I've got three currently. Um, <laughs> I will I will be doing uh, two shows at the Collective. I will be doing uh, Effie's Big Gay Brunch on Saturday morning in Dallas. Awesome. I'll be doing I'll be doing Unsanctioned Pro as part of the Collective in Dallas, 
And then I will be doing Inspire Pro uh, with Gary J and Brian Keith will be working each other, um, which Sean actually sent the poster. I had not seen that poster until you sent it to me. Yeah, um, card on it already. Yeah. Yeah. And then the card is really good. So Davey, Davey Richards is on that card. So like it's, it's a really, I'll actually be, all my bookings currently are on that Saturday. So that Saturday is going to be very, very busy. Yeah. Um, for me. So yeah, it's going to be, it's going to be a great week. Uh, busy, busy, like I said, busy couple of weeks, you know, this week I've got three shows in two countries, <laughs> <laughs> which is crazy. Uh, and then, you know, double, double header next weekend and then a triple, triple header in Dallas, possibly a quadruple header. Um, it just kind of depends and it's going to be great, man. I'm, I'm really excited. Lots of miles, lots of shows, lots of excitement. Uh, it's going to be great. I'm really, really excited. Looking forward to it. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> That's so cool, man. And Sean, yeah. that, that collective weekend, you're going to be, you're going to be here in Jersey, right? Yes, sir. Yep. Yeah. I will be up in Jersey. We got ICW that weekend. So yeah, that's, yep, cool. that's where I would be. Uh, I looked into getting a plane ticket so that I could make it down there for unsanctioned. Uh, but I do not have an extra 200, $250 to, <laughs> to make that happen. So, <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so I will be up in Jersey, up in that area. So good time. That, that card, man, I think they've pretty much got everything out now at this point. Um, uh, and, uh, there's some crazy, crazy matches. Jeremy, I know, uh, I know you, uh, you, you really are going to appreciate that SAT carnage crew match. <laughs> I know. Uh, yeah, man. Yeah. DeVito yeah. and Loke, man. It's always, it's always cool to see, especially DeVito. I see Loke a lot on, and he was towards the, <coughs> the latter end of ECW anyway, but uh-huh. DeVito goes back a bit more, you know, and, and it's, uh, yeah, and DeVito was a right Tony DeVito. He was a, a prelim kind of a an enhancement yeah. guy. Yes, right, right, Aaron. Sure. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. He was very. He was a WWE enhancement guy for a long time. Right. Yeah, it was somebody that Paul kind of picked out, and you know, I thought it was. A, I thought it was great. You know, and great yeah, intensity he, on him and everything. Yeah, because he pretty much was a WWE you know jobber guy. Yeah, or enhancement guy, whatever you want to call him. Right. Um, and then Paul Lee picked him up and brought him to ECW and kind of gave him a a place to kind of shine a little bit. Yep. So yeah, no, he's Tony's been around a while. Yeah. <laughs> no doubt. And, well, they just announced uh I don't know if you saw today, Jeremy. Uh it's gonna be uh boss man Danny yeah. taking on Asriel. Yep, I saw that. That's gonna be crazy. So that's a yeah, throwback. I, I'm uh, sure they probably been in the ring several times. I can't think of, I can't think of it right off the top of my head, but I'm sure they have been. Yeah, I think that whenever I saw Azrael had actually shared the post, he had said something about so we meet it again. So mm-hmm. yeah, I'm pretty. Cool. I'm sure they have. Yeah, so, yeah. So many because yeah. they've been in locker rooms together for you know for years on the Jersey Independence. So, uh huh. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, that'll be awesome back there in that ballroom. You guys will pack that that bitch out. Oh yeah. Again. I love that ballroom, man. It's yeah. such a cool spot. No question. And I will try not to get COVID because I'm gonna <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go to 
the uh, Casanova show in Brooklyn this weekend. I want to go see Joel Bateman, the new fear city. Yeah. And so awesome. I, I want to go there to see Joel. And, uh, but I, you know, at least want to get a picture with Joel and talk to him for a minute. I can't promise I'm going to be running all up there in the midst of the, because, you know, last time Sean said that he really thought it was a real possibility he may get trampled. <laughs> so yeah. I don't really want to run in there with them. <laughs> to be fair. To be fair, it was right after Hammerstein. Right, right. Was, and Hammerstein was right around the corner. So, yeah. So uh, everybody just went. Yeah. So every, a lot of people went from there to that. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, plus, you know, it had like Brian Keith on it and it had Masha on it and stuff. Right. So, uh, you know, of course, it it had something that a lot of people at Hammerstein would like to see. Yeah. Uh, so uh, this so, weekend yeah. is Hoodfoot. Hoodfoot's in a match. Yeah. Cole. Yeah. Is there? Yeah, I saw Cole's gonna be there. Yeah, yeah. pretty cool. Yeah, it's stuff. gonna be really cool. So, yeah. So, but uh, yeah, I mean, it, it may be just as packed, but hopefully, it's not as packed as it was because right. uh, it was. Yeah, it was hard to move. Uh, yeah. Which I mean, that, uh, we'll, we'll go ahead and plug it for him. Uh, you can actually go back and watch that show now on IWTV mm-hmm. uh, to see just how packed it was in there. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, that that was actually the only reason why I ended up working because they have a ref that they use for every show up there. Uh, and, uh, real cool dude. But, uh, he, uh, Cass had actually asked me, you know, Hey, do you mind throwing on your gear and just kind of work in crowd control because of how many people were there. Oh, and right. Mm-hmm. So that, that's literally all I was doing was just kind of, <laughs> Hey, move. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> one th- one thing um, that I did forget to mention with the Anarchy Show, and I want to give her a give her a shout out. Uh, shout out to Cat, um, who is a ref that's been helping out with New Wave a little bit. Um, yep. She, I noticed I her in there. Yeah, yeah. I literally, I walked. Uh, she she had the misfortune of being in there with Beef and Camaro. Uh, <laughs> Man, yeah. But, um, but yeah, no. Shout out to her because I I had no idea she was going to be there. Um, apparently she had posted about it on Twitter that she was heading to, to Alton, but I don't, you guys know this. I've told you guys this all the time, Sean, I don't really follow Twitter that much. Um, so I, I did, I had no idea. So I walk and I see cat. She was already in ref gear when I got there. I was like, Oh shit, what are you (laughs) doing here? (laughs) And, uh, yeah, so that was really cool to see her getting, uh, getting different places, um, and I think uh, Sean's. You said uh, she's going to be at Paradigm with us tomorrow. Is that correct? That's right. Yeah, she actually uh, hit me up today and was like, "Hey, I know it's super last minute, but uh, I'm going to be coming with the uh, with the Von Englands to uh, the Paradigm show tomorrow." And uh, and she was like, "I'll have my gear," and I was like, "Say less. Uh, I'll yeah. do what I can." So, yeah, and that's yeah. One, and that's one thing um, that. Sean, Max, myself, um, we really like to do, especially with Paradigm, um, is if other refs show up, we, we like to try to throw them in some work. Um, yeah. Especially especially on these UDFI shows, because I give Gary hell all the time, because he books like 30, 40 matches on these damn things. <laughs> right. um, so I give him hell all the time about it, and uh, we can always use more refs when we got 30, 40 matches. So it's, it's always cool to get <laughs> To exactly. get uh, get other people in, yeah. Uh, well, you know, and speaking of, uh, 
actually, there's another referee that I want to show love to. Uh, yeah. Shout out to Peyton Bowman, who has recently been uh, showing up to Paradigm stuff. And uh, real good kid, man. He uh, he was doing some stuff in the Kentucky area until recently and started to venture out. Um, and uh, But another guy who, like, like Aaron just said, showed up to Paradigm with his gear and said, hey, I'm here and I want to learn. And, you know, and, and uh, Max ended up giving him a shot. Uh, and, uh, cool. So, and now he has moved into where, um, he is pretty much like our, our standby. If like yeah. Max or Aaron can't be there, Peyton's, you know, we, we end up plugging Peyton in and that's what's going to happen tomorrow. He's actually going to be on that. And then, uh, coming up, I think, uh, in April, I believe it is yeah. on that, uh, on that, uh, unsanctioned pro show. Uh, he actually ended up filling in on that because uh, Aaron and, and Max weren't available. So shout out to Peyton Bowman. Uh, real good dude. Uh, awesome guy to be around. Uh, he, uh, he, he made me feel kind of like an old man, but it also kind of made me like feel kind of special because he was telling me how big of a deathmatch fan he is and, and how much he's watched me. And, uh, and how he, he, he literally told me straight up, he was like, I steal a lot of stuff from you. And I was just like, dude, that's one of the best things I've ever heard of my entire life. Like, <laughs> I appreciate it. And then he even made a point to be like, can you tell that I watch you a lot? And I was like, bro, like, please, <laughs> you're making me feel weird. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> it was cool. So uh, I, worked, I got to work with Peyton last weekend, actually, um, at New South pro wrestling in lexington yes and um i got to throw we got to throw him a bone um we uh myself and charlene uh were kind of going over the card and um they end up doing a surprise bonus match where jack vaughn who i love um nwf guy was gonna work carlito and carlito was making a surprise appearance so we get we gave that to peyton um, but we didn't tell him. So we didn't, we didn't tell him who was in the match with Jack. We told him Jack Vaughn was in the match, but we didn't tell him Jack Vaughn was working Carlito. <laughs> and then Jack Vaughn opened his big mouth, um, and told Peyton that it was Carlito. And like, come on, Jack, we tried to, we tried to kayfabe <laughs> the man, uh, <laughs> but, but yeah, we, we got to, we got to give Peyton uh, a chance to work with Carlito. So that was that was really cool. And he was super excited and super stoked. Uh, really good guy. Well, loves to learn. Same with Kat. That's why um, Sean and I are both are high on both of them because not only are they, they've got a good foundation, but they want to learn and they'll listen yeah. and ask questions. And that's really all you can ask for. Absolutely. Yep. Absolutely. 1000%. All right, boys. Well, another great show. I mean, we, you know, it was a great show to review. And as always, you know, we, we, we have really good chemistry together. We're, we're rocking it out like the old six man tag champions of the back in the day. Right. <laughs> Whoever you want to insert in there, we are yeah. it. But uh -huh. anyway, thank you, Aaron, man. It means a lot always that you give us your time. We love having you on because. You add a hell of a lot to us. And plus, you give us the rub. You know, you bring <laughs> you bring the listeners, your fan right, club. Right, right, right. <laughs> now, right. I, 
Aaron equals ratings. We've established that. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, the, yeah, the grider draw, you know. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. May, may, well, see, I think everybody's uh, now gotten the chance to see that video of my world-famous senton. <laughs> right. Now, now they want to they hear the voice that goes with it. <laughs> right. <laughs> exactly. We might have to transfer. We might have to do a video podcast once or twice just so, so we can show that. Oh my God! God, that's ten pod. And the, the and Nick Manawal's reaction to it, him and him and Jay Rose's reaction to that is just ridiculous. Uh, love, it. love it, love it. It was great. It was so it was so much fun. Uh -huh. We'll be back together soon because yep. I know I've already talked to the boss man, boss man Earl, who <laughs> wants to do some stuff, getting yep. ready for the big shit the new wave's got coming up. Yeah, they've so, got they've got a big couple of months because they've know. got they've got the show in Paris uh, next uh, next Saturday, which um, has got some hellacious matches. I know. Um, Von England's against Infrared, which is Tyler Matrix and Logan James. <laughs> yeah, um, which, that one popped me when I saw it, dude. I I was so excited for that. Mm -hmm. And then uh, Myron Reed versus Nate Matthews. Oh uh, man. Jesus. Eric D Eric Dillinger and Solomon Tupu. Yeah, that's huge. Like uh, Anakin Murphy and Don't Die Miles for the New Wave Pro title. Like mm -hmm. it, it's it's just going to be a hell of a show. And then two weeks after that, uh, New Wave's back in Terre Haute. So, huh? it, it, and then a month after that, they're back in Terre Haute again for right here, right now. When the when the Bennett's come to town, there we go. Uh, yep. Mike Bennett, and Maria Canellis. So. Which is the day after the uh, Anarchy show that we were talking about, which is why I've been trying to nudge Jeremy to get him for in for a double header weekend. That's that 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 is too tempting. <laughs> I'm gonna you go did, to bed. I'm done, man. That, that's a that's a double that's a double header weekend, man. That's a hell of a double header weekend. I mean, Jesus, is it ever? You know, I'm, I'm gonna go to bed tonight just salivating over that. And just so you know, it's only three hours from St. Louis to Terre Haute. Just yeah, so you know. see what I'm saying? Not yeah, not even a bad trip. So just just so you know, just want to throw that out there. I'm giving it <laughs> heavy. I'm giving it heavy thought, man. Okay. <laughs> but all right, boys. Have well, a wonderful night. Have a great couple of shows coming up. I know you guys both got a heavy weekend, so yeah, be safe. Good. Uh -huh. Absolutely, safe, safe travel, guys, and uh, hope hopefully they'll let me back across the border from Canada. Uh, That's right. Yeah, they might keep you. Yeah, That's right. right. Yeah, they might yeah. speedball Mike Bailey your ass. Oh yeah. my God! Please, please don't jinx it. I got, I got <laughs> enough anxiety about that already. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yep. Yeah, international Aaron Grider now. <laughs> exactly. Oh if there was a world, if Aaron Grider was a champion, he'd be a world champion now. That that that's true. That's yeah. true. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. All, All right. right good, good night, boys. All yep. right. Good night, guys. Thank you. Hey.